0: Welcome to the Jack Straw Writers Program podcast. In this program, poet Susan Casey reads from Little Rose, a collection of poems about her Slavic heritage for the 2006 Jack Straw Writers Program, recorded live during the spring of 2006 at Jack Straw Productions in Seattle. Susan Casey is a poet and college instructor. Her poems take on a range of subjects, including the smokehouse where her Slovak grandfather made sausages for 60 years, the breezy school hallways in Japan where she and her students chatted during cleaning time, and the intimate workings of a heart engaging with loved ones and the world. And now, Susan Casey on the Jackstraw Writers Program podcast.
1: Um, Tonight, I'm going to share some poems about uh, my year working at Disneyland Paris. Um, I'm also going to share some poems about my um, cultural heritage, my Slovak grandfather, and um, finally, I'll finish with some love poems. And these first poems about Disneyland Paris, I was there 10 years ago this month, and the first two poems I'll share with you are about Space Mountain, uh, my little stint there. And the third one is about Casey Jr., which is a small train ride that generally kids ride. This whole segment is called Disneyland Paris Inside Out. On Space Mountain, the dullest job was in La Voie Stellaire, the Milky Way. Dark corridor alongside the ride, visitors passed through on their way to somewhere else. Occasionally you could catch a view of a passing train dipping suddenly. Shrieks pierced the air as it flew by. Soon you'd be in the dark again, with only tiny pinpricks of light as unlike stars, as minimum wage. (laughs) (laughs) An attraction within the attraction, my co-worker Aziz, rapper in the band De Abuse System. When he's working the trains, packs of girls, local Parisiennes, call out to him, scream And he offers them an impish smile. Then he pushes the button to send them through the spins. It's quite a ride. (laughs) Crisp autumn day, crisp spring, standing alongside the train track, Casey Jr. nowhere in sight, the little engine that didn't. (laughs) At my feet, the shell of a snail and the snail itself left a shiny signature across a platform. Above, fields of birds drew hieroglyphs with patterns of flight, pulled ribbons across the sky, rhythms I could trust. Uh, my, my grandfather was born in Czechoslovakia um, and came to the U.S. when he was a teen. Um, he was part of the last big wave of Slovak immigrants to come to the U.S. And um, even when I was a child, I knew that there was something very special about um, his talents and his way of life. And um, I think that it was probably the Slovak Kolbasi sausages that have left such a big impression on me and have um, moved me on so many different levels. Uh, this poem is about the Bible, but it's not the Old Testament the way you know it. This is Slovak Bible. Andre and Maria begat Andre. Andre and Anna begat Maria. Andre and Maria begat Joseph, Anna, Stefan, Maria, Susanna, Juraj, Alžbeta, Michal, finally Agnesa. The town of Roslovica full of Andres and Marias. Susanna married Andre, begat Andre. Andre, Andy, married Susanna, Susan begat Barbara and Maria Mary. Barbara married Bob. They begat me. (laughs) Susanna Maria, Susan Marie. (laughs) Um, Five years ago, I made a trip to eastern Slovakia to see the area where my grandfather was from. And um, one of the things I did while I was there is I toured what's called a Skansen. It's like an outdoor architecture museum where you can see the kinds of buildings that were, you know, the local place there 50 years ago, 70 years ago, 100 years ago. And um, while I was... There, I saw this child who had the same face that I did when I was a child. And as I was working on this poem, um, I tried to think about what my grandfather would have said about this situation. This is called Travel Diary, June twenty second, 2001, Skansen at Bardayoff. I find myself in the face of this moody five-year-old at a coffee shop outside Bardayoff. Ninety years ago, my grandfather called this region home. I've just toured the Skansen, an outdoor park of traditional buildings, trying to imagine his childhood there. Cold winters in these tiny homes. A 12-year-old Andre say, barefoot in grassy hills, herding cows. I forget my cup at the sight of those familiar blonde pigtails, the turn of her rounded nose. She is sulking in her chair, arms folded against the world. I approach her mother, explaining, not in Slovak, but in a language she doesn't understand, that this girl is a mirror of my former self. She nods politely. What else can she do? (laughs) I picture my grandfather arriving to translate for me, assuring this woman that, yes, I had grown up on kolbasi, just like her family, although somehow I hadn't learned the words. I look again at my grumpy twin, offer her a sparkly blue pencil I have with me in my bag. Something I like, something I can spare. She reaches, grasps it, and while she doesn't smile, there is a change in her. Her complaints become more spirited. She jumps out of her chair, picks up her backpack with a twist, the shiny gift clenched in her hand, and I see my grandfather, too, one more time, the way I saw him when I was five, standing at the front step of his narrow shop, waving a wise goodbye, a blessing to his daughter and the grandchildren, little airy things floating away. And the final poem is called The Island of Your Couch. We stranded ourselves there for an hour or two. The dogs leapt up to join us, licked our faces, our ears, but soon they left us alone again, just two, two women, two girls. It was a weekend. My hair unwashed. You had the game on, muted, and the two of us mute, hot with proximity. How long did I wait before I turned to you, clothes muddy from the dog park, limbs finally cured of their chill? You sat frozen. I leaned in. I think the dogs held their breath. You, the queen of exasperation, the strongest woman at the gym. You, with the sharpest, word-wittiest tongue, such soft lips. The world has been fooled, but not me. We kissed for an hour that afternoon, me in my muddy clothes, with my unwashed hair, The dogs watched in awe. On the island, we were pure. Thank you very much.
0: These readings were recorded at Jack Straw Productions during the spring of 2006 as part of the Jack Straw Writers Program. The curator of this program was J.T. Stewart. Recording engineers were Scott Bartlett and Mo Preventure. This podcast was produced by Mo Preventure and Van Deep. Executive Director of Jack Straw Productions is Joan Rabinowitz. The Jack Straw Writers Program is made possible with support from the Paul G. Allen Family Foundation, Arts Fund, Poncho, the Mayor's Office of Arts and Cultural Affairs, Four Culture King County Lodging Tax Fund, the Washington State Arts Commission, the National Endowment for the Arts, and Individual Contributors. All of the writers heard in this series are published in the Jack Straw Writers Anthology and featured online at www.jackstraw.org. To purchase a copy of the anthology or for more information about Jack Straw Productions or the Jack Straw Writers Program, please contact us by phone at 206-634-0919 or visit us on the web at jackstraw.org. Thanks for listening.